Oh yeah. yeah. It's Fat Camp with Joe Batanz and Lori Roggenkamp. Today is episode eight, I believe. So long. <laughs> Pod is no longer our co-pilot <laughs> with uh, <laughs> special guest Jeffrey Starr. Nikki Minaj and her pregnancy. Heidi Klum. Taylor the Latte. Oh. Taylor Swift. Tamar Braxton. Oh. oh, did she die? No, she's in the hospital. Oh, very much a music. Taylor Dane, Natalie Maine, and the Chicks. <laughs> the Beastie Boy, Lady A, Lady G. Was that her name? Lady G. Yeah, uh, that's Lindsey Graham. Yeah. yeah. Lady A, uh, previously Lady Antebellum, that's now suing a black woman to to keep the name Lady A. Sweet Georgia Brown. Kanye West and his therapist. Governor Sarah Palin. And all that and more right here on the latest edition of Fat Camp. Ah, uh, yeah. Now that we got rid of that Taylor, Lori, we can go back to the old theme song. The old yeah. timey theme song that we used to always, that people loved, right? Yeah. And I can make jokes about people being dead again. So <laughs> <laughs> that's really what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Those good old days where people make jokes about people being dead. You know, really punching down into mm-hmm. the grave. Mm-hmm. Six feet down. You know, uh, so for those of you who are listening and don't know this, and you could probably tell this uh, in the past few episodes, I don't think Taylor's heart was was in it anymore. You know, Lori, Fat Camp, this show just drains people. Yeah, well, I think the flaw to me is that it's weekly. I agree. I mean, I I understand that it it kind of needs to be weekly to check in, but mm-hmm. it's almost like it's almost like it, weekly you just start to realize, you know, if you're if you're doing well, it's great. If you're not doing well, you're like, oh fuck. It's basically like a Weight Watchers meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not wrong. You know what's funny is, and nobody likes a Weight Watchers meeting. No one likes a Weight Watchers except State of Bree. She likes a Weight Watchers meeting, but um. You know, it's always run by some woman who's lost like 15 pounds and mm-hmm. is trying to tell me and my family how mm-hmm. to lose weight. And yeah. it's like, oh, go fuck yourself. Uh, sometimes what I do is I just take three M&Ms and then I put the bag away. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's what you do sometimes? Annoying. You know, it's Weight Watchers and not Hate Watchers, Lori, right? <laughs> well, it is if you say it fast enough. Yeah. So um, what I was going to tell you is that um, it's funny that you say that because I'm thinking about what to do with this show. You know, is it a show that we keep in the exclusive team? I mean, in the fat camp tier, do we do we just get rid of the fat camp tier 
and then you just make this an exclusive to your show that comes out maybe once every two weeks, you know? Um, I don't know. And if you're listening and you have thoughts, uh, email me at uh, thebestoftoday at gmail.com and, yeah. uh, and give me your full thoughts on that. But uh, don't actually that. share your thoughts. Just say, Joe needs to contact me. That's all you need to say. And then, uh, and then I, I'll get the gist. I'll know what you mean yeah. by that. Why would you Please know? don't be. Why would, what? You, why would you know what they mean? Because it's my email address. You're giving out mm, the best of today. At I believe that's the company email address. No, it's not, it's not the company email address. <sighs> if you want to give me money through email, please email the best of today at gmail.com. Mm. I don't know. I, I haven't I put it in all my legal paperwork that my email address is the best of today at gmail. Oh, good. That's mm-hmm. why I've been getting all those. You haven't paid your taxes emails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also that my address is in Anaheim, California on some street by the freeway where Lori, it's the quietest neighborhood I've ever been in. Lori thinks it's the most dangerous neighborhood in America. Oh, and- it's so we, there was like gunfire last night. It turns into like the Thunderdome at, at like seven o'clock at night. It's ridiculous. By the way, the other day, and I have to really thank Lori here. She really saved my You're hide. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. She really saved my hide because I gave the boys from the pit crew some microphones to use for the show, but then they had no wires, right? And Lori had said she had an extra, extra microphone, so I asked if I could pick that up. And uh, she, but I am scared shitless of this coronavirus, you know? So I said many a time thought you had it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not even joking. Let me show you something right here. This is, I'm going to show you an app that I have that is just for counting days. Right. I literally made one, uh, right here. It's called exposure and it counts down the last time I had any physical interaction with someone that wasn't my family. So it's been seven days, five hours and 32 minutes seven seconds and we didn't yeah well i was just gonna say well you saw me but we i was literally just out in my kitchen waving no 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 i meant like someone was in the same physical presence as yeah me. that's yeah, what yeah, i yeah. that's why i was like confused at first and i was like oh wait no never mind yeah 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 so i picked up the microphone then i went to my brother's house and picked up another microphone because i just wanted the wire then i had to drop it off at philip and alex's each individual house and they don't live super close so I was basically on the road just not seeing people and picking up and dropping off wires. Uh, <laughs> but you really saved my eye. Hi there, Lori. And I want to thank you. You're a good friend. Oh, well, gross. Um, uh, you're very welcome. Star wanted me to charge you for the microphone. So did she really? Like, well, yeah. She's like, how much did you pay for it? You should have at least gotten 20 bucks out of it. I was like, no, because anyone had to like hand me the $20 and, I can I always know. Venmo you the money. No, God, no. I don't want you to pay me for it. Um, but I was just like, I can just feel myself getting coronavirus and then being like, how'd you get coronavirus? Oh, I forced a friend of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she like, she's been really on me. I think it's because we're going to be, you know, we're potentially moving in together. But she's been really on me about my spending, mm-hmm. which I agree that I don't spend the best. But it's like everything I do. You know, she judges like um, I'm starting to write this. Uh, I movie. took this. I'm taking this. What? Sorry. Remember you called me with your big movie idea. I'm writing a different one, oh. but I'm taking a screenwriting class. And so mm-hmm. I whenever I do something new writing wise, I always like to buy a new notebook. 
So I'm buying a new notebook and she's like, you have so many uh, other notebooks. Just use those notebooks. And I was like, no, I'm not going to use those tainted notebooks. With, mm-hmm. And it's like trying to explain makes me sound crazy, but it's mm-hmm. like it makes full sense to me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways. I'm just sitting here thinking about how much I love you. Thank you. And I just want to like take your creamy thighs. Ew. And spread them. How do you know that my thighs are creamy? Have just, you been have I you just, been looking at the webcam? <laughs> I just wanna bury my face. Wait a second. Into your love basket. Virgil? Nope. No, this is Joe. But you know what oh, I will say? I think I do know I don't know if you know this, but Virgil has a little bit of a crush on you. See, I was doing a joke right there. I kind but, of have a little bit of a crush on Virgil. Oh, you're kidding. No. I I was talking to my girlfriend about it. I was like, I don't know. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. we should have an open relationship. I feel like. I, I wonder if Virgil would be into that. I feel like Virgil and I have a connection that it's like, it's one of those things where, I mean, I love my girlfriend, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's different, but the same, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I got to try it out. I can't yeah. deny myself the opportunity to, you know, find meaning in a different relationship. Yeah. Maybe Star and I can have like an open relationship or something. No, I'm almost there. I, I know what you mean. I tried doing that and I just realized I'm not b- built for an open relationship. I think I get, I'm too possessive. I covet too much. And yeah. I, I wouldn't want to share anybody. Could you, could you be in an open relationship? No. Realistically, no. Mm-hmm. Never. Not even a yeah. little bit. Because here's the thing, to me, the person who wants open relationships is the per- person who just doesn't want to be fully vulnerable with one with one person. So what they do is they say, oh, no, I just I just have to be with a lot of people. It's like, yeah. no, you're just yeah. afraid to be vulnerable. And, and I, so what you do is yeah. you just date around. I also feel it's very rare, very rare. To have people who are on the exact same wavelength in terms of open relationships. And I feel there's always the person who wants it and then the person who pretends to be okay with it. And that eventually just ends to disaster, like leads to disaster. Yes. And the dissolution of the relationship. It, it's just the first step to breaking up. Well, also in general, relationships, I think, have their battles. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. I think a good relationship, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Star and I have it, but I do feel like supported by her and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think that even a good relationship has trials and tribulations. So just mm-hmm. imagining adding a, th- a third or a second element to that of like, oh, we you also have another person you have to deal with is like, mm-hmm. and that's just a complication I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, teach their own. I don't, I just don't see the point in it. But um, yeah, I also, and this is just purely... I don't know how you feel about this. I also, the thing that annoys me about people in open. Did you see that? <laughs> What's going on? She's telling you to be quiet. Did you see what happened, Lori? I thought she was coming in here to tell you to be quiet. Cause she no. said that. Shh. Yeah. Why'd she tell me to be shh on my own podcast? That's what I thought. I thought she was literally saying, like, I can hear Lori from downstairs. She's no, too loud. She came in to disinfect the doorknob. Oh, man, that's hilarious. 
Yeah. Well, but then you're I right. Mean, she did. She, she she came in and she went, shh, 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 shh. Like, <laughs> like I think what? she was thinking that I wouldn't, I wouldn't notice. And so she's like, don't say anything so mm-hmm. I can come in and. But she would've, um, you would have seen her on the camera come in and. That's what I just, out of the corner of my eye, I saw her open the door and then she goes, shh. And I was like, I, I think maybe she was saying it to me. To me, not to notify you that someone was here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Remember when your mom scared you to death? And you, th- you thought that you were being attacked by somebody? Oh, that happened on a show, right? Or no, no, we were on the phone. a phone call. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because and I was then, talking to you on my bed and she grabbed my foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, going back to no. open relationships. Look, as you know, and I talked about in this Joe Batanz, Cameron has been contacting me and calling me, right? And I'm trying to also balance Aiden with that. And it's just like, I can barely handle those two phone calls. How would you ever, like, balance actual relationships? Well, I I also think there's a little bit of a bragger, bragger kind of element to it where it's like, we're so sophisticated that we mm-hmm. can have an open relationship because not not people sh- people just can't figure out how to do it. But we're mm-hmm. we're so amazing and sophisticated that it works for us. And it's like mm-hmm. I'm making a hand motion, but I'm just like yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, you're right. I agree. So, with but anyway, Lori, this show is not about uh, open relationships. This show is not about my yeah se- separating your creamy. Thighs. I mean, if you think about it, technically anybody who's dating us is in an open relationship because we take up a lot of space. So, well, oh, I thought you were going to say because you know we we realize that Del Taco and McDonald's are open twenty four hours a day. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. there's no open relationship be- between us and the delivery person yeah. that comes for us. <laughs> By the way, Luke in the chat room has said that he thinks Devin McKay feels super guilty for not including the wires. He doesn't have to feel guilty. They're very cheap wires to buy. I just didn't know they weren't there. They're extremely insensitive. Um. I thought Joe was going to say because you're dating the listeners. Cameron was never a listener. No, because that's the open relationship part. Is you? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Anyway, so Lori, let's talk about how was your week in food. Uh, not great. I will say this. I look. I'm not trying to say that I. Am amazing. I'm doing very well at keeping up with my schedule because I'm not mm-hmm. doing great. But I will say that, and I I don't know how you are with this. I feel like maybe this is pretty much my my fault, mm-hmm. my own thing. But I feel like there's an extra element of hardship to me to my cooking and and making meals, which is that my aunt has very specific ways that she wants things done mm-hmm. and very specific things that she, you need to do if you're going to cook food in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, for example, I put some Turkey out in the fridge to defrost mm-hmm. and I, um, I was going to cook that and then just put it back in the, in the fridge and, mm-hmm. and, you know, use it for later. And she was like, well, you got to make sure you use this specific pan that's in the way back of the cabinet and you got to make sure that you, you know, you treat, you treat it with all, you know, with different spices. And I was like, I just want to cook it my way. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, if you're not going to listen to me, then why, why should I even, it's like, it just becomes this whole thing. That's like a whole fucking ordeal. And it, at the end of the day, I was just like, you know what? I just don't even want it. I'm just going to order takeout. Like <laughs> it just be- broke, <laughs> okay, go ahead, it sorry. broke me down. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike, I was actually 
here's the funny part. I was talking to my girlfriend about this and she's like, oh, come on. And then it happened with her. She wanted to come over and make steak and asparagus and baked potatoes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great, I'll get the stuff and then we'll make it. And I suggested, you know, just because of my aunt, maybe we should go to my parents' house. And she goes, no, we'll do it at your house. Well, my aunt wanted us to use a specific, she's like, you can't use any of the pans to make the steak because they're nonstick pans. So they won't heat the steak at the right temperature to kill the germs. That's not true. Okay. You have to broil it. Um, you have to broil it if you want to. And though she had very like specific instructions on how to do that. She wanted us to make these steak fajitas, which she found a recipe that had like 40 bajillion ingredients mm-hmm. in making it. And she, and so I was like, I don't want to do that. I just want to cook a steak in a pan and just do that. And my aunt was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to have you ruin one of my pans. And then we can't even eat the steak. And I was like, I'm sure you're going to be able to eat the steak. She goes, no. And also like in some places, steak is served raw. So, I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't think it's like chicken where you absolutely have to cook it okay. fully well done. Right. So, so okay. you know, anyway, so then, then at the end of it, she, my girlfriend's like, yeah, let's just get takeout. And I was like, see, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So, so let, let, let's do uh, the science segment with Joe Batanz. The, the cook, the I'm foods. telling you right now, whatever you say, my aunt's still going to disagree with you. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm not talking, I'm not making an argument with your aunt. I'm just telling you the science. So, your aunt is right on this aspect. You shouldn't cook a steak in a nonstick pan. Is it dangerous? No. It's just you're not going to really get a nice crust on the steak. Cause that's not what nonstick pans are for. You want to encourage browning, which is something called the Maillard reaction. Okay? And so they're going to get the best crust on the steak in a uh, grill. You could do it on a broiler if you don't have to, but I'm just saying you could also do it in a cast iron, not cast, you could, well, cast iron skillet. You could also do it, but you could also do it in uh, an aluminum pan, right? Like a, like a steel pan, okay? Uh, and, but a nonstick skillet also isn't, you to, to really get that nice, you're just not going to get it on, on a nonstick, okay? But yeah. in terms of the science of, of cooking the steak, yeah, the, the nonstick pan can definitely cook a steak and kill... You see, here's the thing with steak, and this is why, unlike chicken or unlike pork or or anything, you can actually have it raw, is it's very dense. Okay, beef is very dense. So the bacteria on the steak can't really get much below, further below the surface. It's only on the surface, okay? It's not going to get inside the actual steak. So... If you pretty much for the most part brown or cook the steak to the right temperature to kill, which isn't very high, to kill the germs on the um, surface of the steak, then in terms of safety, food safety, you can totally 100% cook a steak on a nonstick skillet. It's just going to come out really pale and gross looking. But as, in terms of food safety, 100% safe. As long as you cook it to at least the interior about... 125, 129, you should be fine. Okay? So, there you go. That's uh, That was uh, the food science segment with Joe. Thank you. You're welcome. So, but but just in terms of just like not having a gross steak, I wouldn't cook it nonstick to it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not the most... We were looking at some ways to put it in, um, mm-hmm. in the oven, mm-hmm. and there were some things, but it was going to just take a while. So yeah, it was like one time. of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe we should um, 
maybe we shouldn't cook steak. Maybe we should just make turkey or, you know, go get and it, So it was, but it was just like, you know, and then plus she was like, well, you, I, I can't cook past five. I have Why? to, if I cook, because she said that once it gets to five o'clock, if I cook, then it makes the kitchen really hot. And so she doesn't want me cooking past five. So, so wait, what time does, what time does your aunt eat dinner? Um, well, they usually get takeout, but they don't cook anything. Hmm. They will like either make sandwiches or, you know, I got them Carl's Jr. on my way home from the, from the, uh, um, I love you shot appointment, mm-hmm. but they'll usually like have dinner around like four thirty five cause they're old. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So let's get, but to, in terms of your food experience this week, were we like, did, okay, let me ask you this. There are 21 meals you had between last episode and this episode. How many of those 21 meals did you eat out? Uh, I would say probably most of them, all of them except for breakfast. Usually for breakfast, I'll have cereal. So you're saying so, about 14 of the meals you had out. Yeah. And what are you I getting have, when you go out? Because you can, you, here's the deal. You can have healthy food when you go out. What are you having generally? Um, for the most part, it's, it's for, I will actually say, although today I had a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. so it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Wasn't too healthy. I mean, but for the most part, it's not necessarily the, the food, um, it's the, the amount. Mm-hmm. So like all, um, I like urban plates, which is this, uh, it's kind of like tender greens a little mm-hmm. bit where you get, you can get like, um, organic or cooked, uh, chicken and salads and stuff. Mm-hmm. So usually get like a Caesar salad or a vegetable chicken plate with mashed potatoes. But then I get mm-hmm. like an extra side of mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and, or like, um, I'll get like an extra side, uh, or I'll get like a banana cream pie or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I would say, I think my main problem this week was that I ate a lot more pastas and I really need to stop eating pastas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's my big, it's just, to me, it's just such an easy, go to because like it's not it's quick to deliver and it comes in large portions so i can usually eat like half for dinner and then half for lunch Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah so mostly like burritos and Mm -hmm. um pastas and stuff and then i for like dinner for a couple of weeks or a couple of days i had uh uh urban plates how are you with the with the uh, exercise and stuff? I've been walking. Uh, I walked. What I walked Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then I walked Friday. And I haven't been doing the push up thing because my elbow is still weird. Mm-hmm. But I've been using. I have a dumbbell and I have these. I have weights, so I've been. I've been at least exercising. Mm-hmm. I try and do at least. Um, uh, during the day, I'll like walk in and just because it's just a little weight, mm-hmm. but I'll just try and do like a, 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 over the total of the day, do about 200 arm curls. Mm-hmm. So I just break it up into like 25 and then you know, count it down. So, um, so yeah, I feel like that's been working better than the push ups because my elbow isn't hurting me as much mm-hmm. when I do the stuff. And then I'll do, um, I can't really squat right now because my knee. My left knee is a little buggy, but I'll do like dumbbell where I'll just kind of get in like a squat stance and then I'll do like a dumbbell, mm-hmm. one of those like rise things where you lift the dumbbell up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I should be doing more exercise because uh, I don't feel like I'm really, other than walking, I don't feel like I'm really breaking like too big of a sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's mostly the food, I feel like. I feel like I just need to get my food. So that's my goal. 
for this week is just to get the food, you know, really stop. And plus with right now with uh, unemployment, I don't know exactly when I'm going to be, when our work is going to start. I'm supposed to be back for the F- NFL. I don't know when that's going to happen. And unemployment's supposed to, the $600 supposed to run out, you know, like next week. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I got to kind of figure out everything with that. So we'll see. I got to save money. So, uh, <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? So, you know, I got that Planity. Okay. Yeah. How do you like it? Let me show you the packaging. Actually, it's very neat packaging. I'll tell you in a second. Um, I did it for the first few days and then it, it, I stopped because my grandparents died. Now that not has anything to do with it, but so here's the thing. And I also want to do some more research on it. And I got the re- I got the answers that I needed, but now I have to restart it because the first few days I took it right. And especially at night I got, I wouldn't say really bad, but uh, stomach cramps and not cute things happening in the bathroom. Right. Ooh. And I know that it's supposed to flush you out. Like, is it? No, it's like not. It's so, but it, I knew, I know it's a known side effect of the, um, of plenity is bloating and stomach cramping and uncute things happening in the bathroom. Okay. Like both ends or one end? No, no, just one. Okay. And it was the night after my grandfather died. I, I, no, no, it must have been the day after. But I had it for dinner, right? Now, I will say this. This is what I do like. Let me tell you the positive side. I think I said this last week. The positive side is, you know, one of the things that, that I wouldn't say they advertise this, but it's always in sort of the marketing material for it, is that it's essentially gastric bypass surgery without the gastric bypass surgery because it makes your stomach smaller. And I will say what is great about it is exactly what I wanted it to do is, you know how they go like, I'll have a sensible portion for dinner, you know, like that stuff. Yeah. And then you're like that. I'll be hungry in an hour. Right. That makes that not a thing. It makes it so you have a truly sensible portion. Right. Oh, that's good. And you're like, I'm full and I'm satisfied. It takes you through the night. Right. And you're like, or for lunch, like you're like, no, I literally had. Why are you making that face? No, I'm just saying like, uh, that's good that that is happening. So that is a good thing about it. But I was getting these really bad stomach cramps, right? I'm like, well, if this is the way it's going to be forever, I don't want stomach cramps, right? But then I got an email from Plenity and they were talking about how's that first week gone? I've done two days, by the way. And uh, they said, and the doctor, the doctor that you have that writes to you and says that a lot of patients experience this, but it's gone within a couple of weeks. So I've just been like, okay, I just got to find a, you know, now that I'm not really ever seen anybody, I need to find a couple of weeks where I can just be like prepared mentally. It's not off. You know what it feels like? Do you have, are you lactose intolerant? Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect. This is what it feels like. It feels like uh, you had uh, a, a little pint of Ben and Jerry's without lactate. And you know that like weird stomach cramping and grossness. Uh-huh. That? That's what it feels like. So I just need to, and I guess it lessens over time. I just oh, need so to be you're like, on your period. Oh, is that what your period feels like? Yeah. I didn't know that, really? Yeah, you have stomach cramps. And just on top of that, just imagine feeling like a rush of uh, emotions and just anxiety and stuff. I did not know that. That's very interesting that that's what you, because you, you, obviously you've experienced lactose intolerance pain and also um, uh, that. 
Um, so the point is that like, yeah, so uh, I, I'm going to get back on Planity because I really did like that it worked. It does work. Um, but uh, which is good for me mentally is what I need. But I need but like, for instance, I'd gone. I stopped taking it because I, the next day I was going to go to my friend Mercedes house. She was going to have dinner. And like that was fine. Right. But I didn't want it to hour drive there and hour drive back. I didn't want to be having like severe stomach cramps and like pooing my pants on the yeah. hour drive home. So I'm not going to be going there for a while or going anywhere. So if I want to get it out of my system, see if it ends, if the side effects end, then I will reevaluate. But that's where I am. But yeah, it does work. I will say. Oh, good. That's good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, I think uh, I'm going to try back again and get the gastric sleeve. Lori, why don't you try Plenity first? Well, I don't think my doctor would prescribe it. No, it's one of those like you email them and the doctor prescribes it. Oh, it's not like your prescribed doctor. No. Oh, how much does it cost? Well, if you get it, then, well, we don't think we, we would have to keep the fat camp tier to do it, but it's a hundred dollars a month. I mean, I would do it. Yeah. That doesn't seem like it's that crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. So what are your goals now for next week? Well, I guess my other goal now is to look into plenity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, I, I've been, I was actually, oh, one of the things I wanted to bring up was I was actually doing pretty well in the beginning of the week with mm-hmm. my sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to bed, you know, not necessarily at 11, but like 1130, 1130, between 1130 and 1230. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to say Saturday and Sunday. And I think it was cause star came down. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to bed yesterday till four in the morning. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't fall asleep. And, um, so I think it's like, I just need to really focus on, you know, keeping a, a pattern going. Mm-hmm. So like if I, if I'm going to bed around between 1130 and 1230, keep that going, mm-hmm. um, making sure I cook my meals and, um, and just that for now, I think mm-hmm. the meal thing is going to be really important. So mm-hmm. Well, you know what's so funny is I never told you, uh, I never finished my, my other thing is in terms of my food, like actually my lunch and dinner, because I've had a lot of HelloFresh and a lot of other meals, have actually been very reasonable. But girl, breakfast, I've been going out of my motherfucking mind. Like just having like gigantic breakfast to the point where I'm not even hungry the rest of the day. Like I have lunch, but just almost out of just like uh, guilt. Yeah, I would say my big issue for me with breakfast is that I don't eat enough. I feel like I have like cereal and then like maybe an hour later I'm starving. Mm -hmm. So it's just I don't feel like it's enough. Mm -hmm. So I need to work on like making sure that I eat enough throughout the every meal. So that Mm -hmm. way I'm not like starving and like and also I need to work on curbing my boredom. I feel Mm -hmm. like there's. Uh, um, when I'm bored, I feel like I really go overboard as far as like food goes and stuff. Oh, really? So, yeah. See, that's never been a problem for me because I'm not. A, I'm. Not, I've said this a million times, but I'm not a uh, snacker. So oh, it really I'm depends. But I do have to move more, and that's even these days of COVID, where like my parents, like you're talking about going for walks. My parents are deathly because people in the neighborhood don't wear masks when they go for walks, oh, and so my yeah. parents think like. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you how freaked out my parents are from COVID. 
one of my uncles was talking to my dad on speakerphone and said how the other uncle was going to my grandparents' house to go do some things. No one's been in that house for a week and a half since they died. And, my, and they actually went over there and opened the windows to get aired out. And my mom was freaking out because she thinks they're going to get COVID from going there. Like, any COVID is dead by now. It's gone. Yeah. Right? And first of all, no one yeah, gets it from the surface. Yeah, it doesn't live on the surface. It doesn't live on, yeah. It doesn't even, it barely even lives on the surface now. Right? But they're just so fucking freaked out about it. So, um, well, I would like to know your opinion because I had an argument with uh, Star about this. So mm-hmm. I go when I go on walks, mm-hmm. I wear I wear a like a bandana around my neck, and then sure. if I see somebody around in the area that's outside, mm-hmm. I'll put it on. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I don't have the mask. I don't have my mask on, and it's just easier for me. I mean, it's more of a selfish reason because I I it's hard for me to breathe with a mask on, and I get mm-hmm. that we have to wear them. I'm not like one of those people who's like I'm not going to wear a mask. But there's nobody around. So I just don't wear a mask. And my girlfriend's like, you have to wear a mask at all times when you're outside. And so I just kind of want to know your opinion about that. What do you think? I read a really good article on Vox that talked about this. I mean, the science, it's still very controversial. But the science, for the most part, is uh, on your side-ish. There are circumstances where that might not be true because, like, for instance, so basically what happens is outside when you breathe, any large droplets will fall to the floor very quickly, right? Now, any of these tiny droplets, they can get carried away by the wind and spread. So in theory, but hold on, this is not going where you think it's going. In theory, if someone is around you and breathes it or is downwind from you and breathes it or something like that. They could get it. Here's the thing, though. This is where the controversy comes in. Is there are a large number of scientists who are like, um, what happens with these small droplets? Yes, they can be blown by the wind, but when they're outside, especially right now in this weather, they almost instantaneously, because they're so small, evaporate in the sun. Okay? Like, almost instantaneously. Yes, they're blown by the wind, but they evaporate so quickly. The large droplets don't, but they fall to the ground. So in theory, it's probably fine. But the thing is, I would just still say, why don't you just wear a lighter mask? A bandana's pretty heavy. But like, what if you wore like a really light mask? Well, then I, yeah, I guess I'm I'm being more of a complainer. Yeah. Because then, like with light masks, I feel like my glasses fog up. But um, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh huh. But yeah, I mean, look, when, when they're like the other day I was walking and when I turn, I turn the corner. So I walk in like a, I walk in essentially like a box. So I mm-hmm. walk down one way mm-hmm. then I turn right. And mm-hmm. then I walk down another way and I turn. And so it's four turns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I turn, when I made my first turn down this long walk mm-hmm. at the end, all the way at the end where you make your second turn mm-hmm. was another group of people. Mm-hmm. I put my mask on Yeah. because I was like, well, I couldn't tell if they had worn masks and they were obviously breathing. And so walking around, I was like, just to be safe, I'll wear my mask right now. Mm -hmm. And then as I turned, one of the women went one way and the other guy kind of was, he was way ahead of me, but he was along the path. I still wore my mask. Mm -hmm. I wore my mask until he turned Mm -hmm. down one street and I kept going and then I took my mask off again. So I I feel like. I personally think you're fine. I personally. Yeah. I feel like it's, I'm not. 
I'm not doing anything stupid, but you know, my girlfriend's kind of feel like along the lines of you where not you, but your parents where she's like, no, 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 you have to wear your mask at all times. Meanwhile, like her family's going to the beach and it's like, okay, you know, calm down. (laughs) Uh, Um, I have a question about Plenity. I just went to their website and they all they have is a thing that says stay informed. They don't oh, have anything. Oh, you know what? That- it, you know what? But if you don't remember, I'm, you you may not have been on that week. I uh signed up and then I was wishy-washy and I missed the first round. So I was like, fuck, uh, right? But then they said that they had some openings and they so I got into the second round. So maybe the other oh, second round closed too. But just signed up cuz it only took me a few days to get in the next round. In this Oh yeah. Is in the second half of 2020, so it should be available shortly. Okay, yeah. I put my phone number in, so hopefully I'll get an email or something. Yeah, and, I'll, and by 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 the way, you still want to wait the two weeks to see if if these symptoms, these side effects, still truly go away. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So I'm gonna, and, start, and I'm gonna just, start tomorrow. Just to be clear, though, because I have Kaiser and Kaiser is very insular. I don't have to go through Kaiser to get okay. No, this, I right? have Kaiser. Okay, I have Kaiser. Okay, and you yeah. didn't go through Kaiser. I didn't go through Kaiser. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. No, they have a, they they have doctors on staff who will read your file and then prescribe it for you. How do they get your file though? You fill out you fill out forms and stuff. You oh, fill out the file. Okay. They'll ask you questions. You have to take I just a picture. don't want them to have any contact with Kaiser. No, they're not going to have any contact with Kaiser at all. They don't even they didn't even ask who my insurance was. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try. You know, I should have asked more questions when, honestly, when you were doing it. I just didn't think that, because for some reason, look, I don't know how other people feel, Joe, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I just imagine you have like a million dollars. Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on for a second. I'm going to show you this Planet package. Okay, go on, I'm rich. So, because I just, I mean, it's not, look, I don't think, I mean, obviously, you know, you really flash it with your black shirts, satin shirts, yeah. and your. Um, yeah. All my money is clearly going to fashion. You're right. Your silk headbands. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know why. I honestly don't. And here's the thing. I, you know, what's funny is I've actually had somebody say almost this exact same thing to me. And they were like, well, you live at home and you don't pay rent. And I was like, that doesn't mean that I'm flush with cash Mm -hmm. but i don't know why i just always assume that you have like so when you told me about plenity i was like oh he's probably paying like a thousand dollars a month for it and then and then then i didn't even think to ask you so i feel stupid that i just assumed that so a hundred dollars a month and the money from fat camp if you know is meant to go for things like this so uh especially if it works so here's the packaging it's a purple cylinder right and inside they have already each serving. So th- and you, you just take those 20 minutes before lunch. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So inside of here are three pills. They look about the size of vitamins. Okay. And there's three pills. And you take them with two, like a big giant glass of water 20 minutes before you eat. And then you don't feel anything then, right? You just sort of feel normal, actually. Right? And the, But then when you eat, and here's the great thing. It's not like you're not hungry anymore or anything. Like you're hungry still. But then when you had like a, a a normal serving, you're like, all right, I'm good. In fact, oh, I would good. argue, I would even argue, and we're going to try this tomorrow. I would say at certain times, even though it wasn't a large amount of food, I had too much. And that's why maybe I got sick. Does that make sense? You know, 
Yeah, I mean, they call that, I forgot there's a certain specific term they have for people who have the gastric bypass. Yeah. Who, and this is the full gastric bypass. Yeah. Um, this isn't like the sleeve or the lap mm-hmm. band or something. But, um, I think it's called dumping actually, which is very mm-hmm. eloquent. Um, but it's essentially uh, a lot of people who get the gastric bypass, what they'll eventually end up doing is they'll start drinking a lot of, sugary stuff because you can't really eat a lot. So mm-hmm. you'll drink a lot of shakes or you do whatever and, and you drink a lot or you'll eat a lot of candy. And mm-hmm. then you have what's called dumping where you essentially have like mm-hmm. you shit yourself. You like uh your body just can't handle it. So I, I probably, that probably is what ended And that's happening. probably because I only got really sick the second night. And I think the night before I had, again, it, it turns out to be way less than actually like gorging yourself. But let's say I had an extra helping of mashed potatoes or something and I just got really sick. And I wonder if that's what it is, is that I'd eaten more than I should have. Maybe you should have very small meals with it because your stomach is full, you know. So The only thing I would be worried about, and I don't, look, don't ask me why mm-hmm. I think this, but I would be worried how this works with somebody who doesn't have a gallbladder. Oh, I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I just I always were I always think about that now. Is like, is this something that I can have? Be you know, even though I don't have a gallbladder anymore. So uh, they ask you those questions. So if, if if it doesn't work, then maybe it'll be ruled out. Yeah, but that does happen to me sometimes. Now that I don't have my gallbladder, if I have like like a, especially with pizza. Mm-hmm. So I used to go hog wild. Pizza is like one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. I could have pizza almost every day. Mm-hmm. And I used to go hog wild with when there when there was pizza. Like literally, I would turn into a hog. And uh, um, and now with pizza, if I have more than two slices, mm-hmm. like I start the next day, ugh, both ends, oh. I'm sick. Yeah, oh. I think it's the grease and the cheese and everything. And it's just that because I don't have a gallbladder anymore, my body just can't regulate that kind of stuff oh it's interesting i wonder if maybe it is related well lord let's actually wrap up this episode we also have to do not today not right now even, but we have to do the rumor mill so um uh, <laughs> yeah. all right so just to reiterate my goals yeah. are just basically from last time but um i think we have to like have i think we talked about this before but i think we have to have kind of some retribution or something if I we agree. don't accomplish a goal i agree i agree with you Let's talk about that privately. Humble Pie, put us a goal that Lori and I should have a private conversation about retribution, something we have to do. You know what's so funny? This is actually a good thing here. Let's listen, hear me out. What if the retribution is if you don't get your goal, then you have to put a video of you working out at least once from that for, before the next episode? On, okay. There, in that way, because you know I don't want to do that. Shirtless. Shirtless. <laughs> no. That's if you, on, on third strike. Yeah, that's know? the third strike. Then it's yeah. shirt, then, then the fourth strike is naked, and then nobody will watch it. So that'll yeah. be good. People people will be coming to my house to make sure I follow my rules. Yeah, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Luke yeah. Stamon will fly in and be like, dude, come on. Well, get I it think, together. I, let's be honest. We think, I think Luke Stamon's already flown in and spied on me wisely. <laughs> He's probably in one of the next door neighbors. Yeah. So what's now your uh, fucking email? Why do you say such horrible things about me on the show? Also, I, I did buy a, a house near you, but it wasn't yeah, intentional. I can't get a fucking break here. I'm a fucking goddamn uh, pr- producer on the podcast, and all you fucking do is say shit about me on the podcast. I should just—I don't even know why I put myself through this. I, I nitro boosted the Luke, server. 
I feel like because Luke does so much, but the character of Luke that we've created is yeah. just too tempting. But Luke, the person, is always yeah. is very fun. Anyways, um, uh, yeah. So, what are your goals then? My goal is to get back on Planety okay. and fucking shit the bed, literally. Okay. <laughs> Uh, just, just have uh, towels on yeah, your towels on my bed. I'll just sleep on the toilet, and then um, Planity, and then um, I have these like s- simple recipes from Cook's Country. They're like thirty minute recipes. They all look good. I want to make at oh. least two of these recipes, two of these recipe cards. They're thirty, and they're all relatively healthy. Like blackened salmon tacos with slaw, avocado, and grapefruit. You know. Uh, roasted pork tenderloin with romaine and cremini salad. I want to make one of those. Maybe the two. Actually. You know, one of the ways you can prove that you did that is by just doing a quick Instagram post, like either taking a picture of the food or or posting you. You know, That's so a good idea. Do that. Or we could post it in the Discord, the Fat Camp Discord. And then I guess I could do that with my food too. Although uh-huh. your food's going to look a lot, thousand times better than mine. Well, but because it'll no be one tells. But oh, but did you hear the story? I think I told on this Joe Batanz with my. So yesterday we I made a, one of the Hello Fresh meals. And it, oh, okay. it was delicious, by the way. It was this chicken with uh, couscous and carrots, right? So I'm making it. I'm doing some downtime, and I walk into the living room, and my mom and dad are sitting there, you know, reading their news or watching YouTube or whatever. And my mom goes, "How long before dinner? What are we? What's where are we at?" And I go, "Oh, uh, couscous is done. Chicken is um, still cooking." And my dad goes, "What did you say?" And I went, "The couscous is done. What the hell is couscous?" What is that? I don't know what that is. What is oh, couscous? No. Right? And I go, it's just it's just like a grain. It's, it's, and my mom's like, just calm down. It's a grain, right? So then we eat the meal, right? And I notice my dad's not touching the couscous, which, by the way, it's drenched in garlic uh, butter, garlic herb butter, okay? Yeah. He's not even touching it. And then my mom goes, oh, I'm thirsty. And he goes, I'll get you the water. And so he gets the glass and walks away, goes inside the house. And my mom turns to me and she goes, you just had to call it couscous, didn't you? And I was like, that's what it's called? Yeah, but I kind of see your point. You know your father. You know that uh, he, he won't eat it. He could have just said rice. He wouldn't have noticed. I suppose. This is so crazy. All right. Well, let's call it. So we have to wait. Humble Pie. Let's check with Humble Pie, the official Fat Camp fitness instructor. Uh, what do you, um, we can humble, we can do a live TJB when we do the rumor mill, but we're at to go in a bit. Um, humble, what is, uh, what are, do, do we have goals for Lori and goals for Joe pinned to the top? All right. Perfect. Yes. And she also said she can do something where it, a bot appears if, if we, uh, post on Instagram. Oh, really? Maybe we should do that then. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So, and that's also something I would like to do for my Discord for bloody podcast. No, not just uh, just only here. All right, very that. good. Thank you so I much. I really appreciate you know, it. Humble. All right, maybe you should make Luke Stamen the your producer over on Bloody Podcast. He has given us some great ideas that we've we've been looking into for sub shows. Oh, I'd be willing, um, I'd be willing to give him to you. Uh, oh, I'm gonna fucking oh, no. mail god. Oh my god, Joe, oh, you're gonna god. get a what letter with his, one of his testicles. Oh Nancy. my god, I, I guess you don't want me around here anymore. <laughs> you're gonna get an like, ear. I guess I'm just not needed anymore. No, he's been great. He, um, I will say, and and you know, Luke, I feel, but I will say that 
that uh, I feel like he's missing the uh, female centric part of it because even though he's been giving us great ideas, it's always like mostly men. <laughs> so he's like, why don't you do this? And it's like, I would love to, but, why but you we're guys done the BTK killer, but we're actually going to be starting to do uh, man, men on the Patreon. So we're going to focus. Oh. So we figured that'll be a way to draw people in. All right. Um, so. Uh, All right. Well, let's just call it. Again. We'll see you guys. He only had one suggestion. I'm right. I'm picking on him. So right. we'll see you guys <laughs> so. next week with updates and maybe somebody will be doing a live workout on Discord. By the, by the way, I have no idea if this outro is still accurate. By the way. Rogan Camp has two other podcasts. The first no, is accurate. the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori, and the other is called Queering Time and Space. You can find both of those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Actually, you can kind also of follow Lori Rogan Camp on Instagram at what you say? That's P I C K. Star said she's going to start up Queering Time and Space again. You can find, I should see. find out what that Instagram at Joe I know I have to go, and I still want to do a new outro with outdated information. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. I don't know what that song is called, though.